welcome to the Merriman Market Analyst and Fun Astrology Saturday Financial Podcast, where we read the free MMACycles.com newsletter written by Ray Merriman. A lot to get into today, interest rates, the war in the Middle East, gold, etc. So let's jump right in with a couple of articles. First up from the Wall Street Journal on Thursday, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell suggested the run-up in long-term Treasury yields could allow the central bank to suspend a historic run of interest rate increases so long as recent progress on inflation continues. This in part because of the swift rise in long-term rates over the past month could slow the economy, effectively substituting for another Fed hike if higher borrowing costs are sustained. And then this also from the Journal on Friday, the most actively traded gold futures contract jumped 1.2% Friday to cross $2,000 a troy ounce for the first time since late July. The war between Hamas and Israel has made haven asset gold, which is prized for its stability during times of market turmoil, more popular. The yellow metal has rallied about 8% since the conflict began. Now raise commentary. Jupiter, the planet of optimism and good times, has been in the sign of Taurus the Bull since May 16, 2023. However, world stock indices have been anything but optimistic or bullish since Venus, the ruler of Taurus, went retrograde in late July. There are two points to make here. First, Venus retrograde or direct is often the high or low of the year in world stock markets. This year fits that correspondence once again as Venus turned retrograde on July 22nd. The high for this year was on July 19th in the NASDAQ and August 1st for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Then Venus turned direct on September 3rd and the secondary high and the crest of the current primary cycle in U.S. stocks was on September 1st. Second, the majority of stock market cycles since the 1890s with Jupiter and Taurus have more frequently exhibited bearish trends, not bullish. Maybe Taurus's mascot should change from a bull to a bear before the Cosmic Compliance Office accuses market watchers of willful misinformation. But in many of these past cases, the stock market remained bearish until Jupiter reached Leo, plus or minus one sign, which will be in effect June 2025 through August 2028. We'll share this information in greater detail in this year's Forecast 2024 book, which is being written now and expected to be completed by November 21st, and then printed and released on December 15th, as always. It'll be another action thriller. For the week, the pattern was once again similar in most global stock markets. That is, most made a major cycle low, October 4th through the 6th, and then a major cycle crest on October 11th through 13th. Then they fell hard to end the week on October 20th. The pattern of lower highs and lower troughs of the same cycle pattern continues, too, which is a classic definition for us of a bearish trend. In Asia and the Pacific Rim, the only variance to this pattern was in China, where the Shanghai Composite plunged to its lowest level since a long-term cycle began at the low of October 31, 2022. It's bad all over the world, 
but it's worse in China and in Switzerland. In Europe, the pattern was also the same, except declines below the lows of October 4th were notched in the German DAX and the Zurich SMI. The DAX fell to 14,798 on Friday, its lowest level since the primary bottom of March. It was even more depressing in Switzerland, where the SMI just collapsed back to its lows of last October, suggesting a four-year or greater crest is in. The worry is that China and Switzerland may be leading the world's stock markets lower. In the Americas, there was no variance. All major indices we track made lows on October 4th, rallied into October 11th through 13th, then ended last week challenging their lows of two weeks ago. One point of interest is that stocks and metals have been moving together for several weeks. In our recent interviews, it was pointed out that they could very well decouple when Mars moved into Scorpio, which is exactly what has been happening since October 13th. That is, stocks have reversed down and gold has accelerated sharply higher. In fact, December gold reached a new three-month high on Friday at $2,009 an ounce. Silver did also as well, surging to a high of $2,388. Two weeks earlier, gold was at $1,823 and silver was at $2,085. This is the pattern we expected in our special gold report that was issued on October 4th, right as silver bottomed and just two days before the lows in gold. As an analyst and a trader, I know you are only good as your last call. Right now, I'm feeling good. In fact, I'm very good because the options we recommended on gold futures in that special update have appreciated several times over their entry point. You only get two or three opportunities per year like this in each market. These are the trades we live for, although the circumstances that led to these trading successes are far from something to celebrate. In other markets, crude oil tested the $90 a barrel mark when, just two weeks ago, it was trading at $81.50, and Bitcoin soared above $30,000 again, its highest mark since late July. Now the short-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts. Here is a quote from the Bill Maher show on HBO last week. The guest was James Kerchick making this comment. He said the conflict right now could end this second if Hamas were to put down its weapons, and there would be peace. If the Jews put down their weapons, there would be no more Jews in the Middle East. End quote. Ray says the war continues to rear its ugly head with the most depraved behavior exhibited by humans against one another as Earth barrels ahead to the most dangerous aspects of the year in October and November. The Sun approaching Mars in Scorpio, while near the same time being in opposition to both Jupiter and Uranus, and headed to a square of Saturn, that's all taking place now through November 25th, and especially November 11th through the 25th, is an aspect consistent with conflict and threats of war. It's naive to not think that the world could be on the verge of war as Pluto is moving back and forth into Aquarius, 2023 through 2025. Neptune is approaching its entrance into Aries, 2024 and 2025. 
and Uranus is heading towards Gemini in 2025, and when the last time each of these ingresses happened singly coincided with the three greatest wars in American history, the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, and World War II. This is a war cycle, but as with all cycles, rhythmic or planetary, the previous outcomes do not need to repeat if world leaders and their adversaries simply make different decisions regarding the advent of similar themes. But to do that, they would have to change their beliefs that place more importance on diversity and division of both thought and race than upon unity and those matters that bind us together as human beings, as part of the greater human race. We talk about doing this, and then we fight over it with threats to wipe out a whole swatch of humanity to attain unity. This is symbolic of one possible manifestation of the Sun and Mars in opposition to Jupiter and Uranus. As long as it manifests in this form, gold, crude oil, and uranium can continue to appreciate in value while investors in equities stand aside until some sort of normalcy returns. They may have to wait a while. Shorter term, the Sun will enter Scorpio on October 22nd, the same day Venus will make a favorable trine with Jupiter. This is followed by another trine, this time involving the Sun and Saturn, on October 24th. These signatures may prove some sort of short-term relief from the horrors and brutality of the last two weeks. But right afterwards, on October 28th, Mars will start a series of new hard aspects, first with its opposition to Jupiter. These continue through November 25th, a period which finds six Level 1 signatures unfolding, Level 1 signatures have the highest correlation to primary cycles in stock indices, plus or minus 10 trading days. This means geopolitical tensions that result in sharp swings in several financial markets. And on a personal level, it means many people will tend to behave erratically and possibly be given to rash and disruptive actions. This is a time when one is advised to take the time to think things out clearly before overreacting with rage, for the consequences may be hard to undo. And now a new section being added to the newsletter, Q&A with Ray. This is going to be an addition to the weekly column. We often get questions from those just entering the markets who want to know how to use our reports effectively. Many don't understand futures or how to convert our futures recommendations for certain stocks and EFTs, so we'll field one question every week in which we have time to answer. The question this week comes from subscriber Ingrid, who asks a question about gold, and we'll just read quoting the question here as written. I would like to set the selling point correct instead of waiting and watching when in gold futures. The point is hit. In this case, it is 2000 in gold futures. What is the reference point? And where is the corresponding line in the G2X chart? Just simple things like which chart do you have to look at if all I want to do is understand and follow you? I had to find out simple things like finding out the ticker for gold is GC1, just to give you an idea. Ray's answer 
There is no simple rule to calculate the corresponding price of a stock or EFT to a futures contract, mainly because futures trade 23 hours a day and EFTs and stocks only about 7 hours. In many cases, our price target in futures is hit outside of those 7 hours in which the stock or EFT trades. And in the case of gold, the only EFT that tracks gold is GLD whereas other EFTs track gold mining stocks. The problem there is that the miners will usually move in the direction of gold, but if it conflicts with the direction of stocks, it is pulled in opposite directions. Last week, gold soared and stocks fell, and the miners' stocks went back and forth. The data, or prices we use for calculating gold futures prices, comes from cmegroup.com. It provides data on the 23-hour Globex market. We prefer the settlement that happens after the 5 p.m. Globex close compared to the COMEX, which reports settlement about three hours earlier. The symbols given on cmegroup.com are the ones most market software programs provide and are different than those on yahoo.com finance, for example. I hope this helps. Please don't hesitate to ask other questions, as long as they don't involve things like, Hey, Ray, what will the market do next week? <laughs> That's what we cover in our subscription reports for our subscribers. But questions about how to use our reports are always welcome. Have a great week ahead. And that's this week's newsletter. We're going to wrap it up here. There is so much going on in the world that all we can do is just rely on this kind of wisdom and looking at these aspects ahead for what will guide us. Thank you so much for listening. Level up tomorrow night, Sunday night, on the Fun Astrology channels, YouTube and Facebook, and then back on Monday with a full week of podcasts as we follow the sky in these changing times. I'm Thomas Miller, and on behalf of Ray and the folks at MMACycles.com, thanks for listening.